Um, for some of you, I'm sure that you've probably heard what happened to Kyle Kashiv. You don't know who Kyle Kashiv is, or you can't remember. Kyle Kashiv was one of the uh, Parkland survivors from the uh, Parkland school shooting. He was more so on the conservative side of things. Um, and he had finished, I guess he's done with high school now, and got accepted to Harvard. Um, but uh, a little while back, someone discovered this meme group. So I don't know if it happened in the meme group or the meme, M-E-M-E, group on Facebook, I think it was, or if it were uh, just some recordings that were found, or maybe both of them. But there was some stuff that happened when he was 16 where he uh, joined a group on Facebook where you you had to come with, like, the, the most severe memes you could think of. So um, we're talking racist or you know, sexist or just funny shit, you know, and uh, it had to be offensive. And so he, I guess, put up some memes or commented on some memes or things like that. And I think he even said some things I've heard of that he had heard, he had said some racist slurs. Now I haven't heard any of this. Nor do I give a shit. I don't give a flying fuck. I don't give a shit if a white kid is saying racist slurs and I don't I mean I'm talking the worst of the worst. I don't give a fuck if a black kid is saying it. I don't care. Especially kids, especially sixteen year olds. You're going to say and do all sorts of super stupid shit. I mean, I don't know how many times I talk about the mistakes that I've made, uh, let alone, you know, what kids are going to do. That's going to be dumb and stupid. And uh, the types of shit that they're going to say, it's, it, it, it's just so fucking annoying. And so now Kyle Kashuv has had his uh, application rescinded from, from Harvard. All of a sudden, they've got to stick up their ass, and they don't want to let in, um, quote-unquote, racists or kids who had had or done some things that they don't approve of. Basically, not liberal leftist shit um, that they don't approve of. It is such a, a double standard, first off. Um, Kyle Katz, Cashew had, like, a Twitter thread um, from his account in which he told the story he admitted, or I'm sorry, I guess he admitted to it and said he was sorry and all this other stuff. This is a perfect example of never saying you're sorry. What he should have done is said, yeah, I said some stuff. I was 16. It was two years ago, given it wasn't that long ago, but these are the most formative years of my life right now. I've grown exponentially since I was 16, and uh, I don't I don't agree with those things that I said before. Now, the really shitty thing is... Um, not the really shitty thing, but one of the shitty things, and somebody that I have to input into the infighting championships is um, a guy by the name of Mike Cernovich. Mike Cernovich, back in 2015 and 2016, was uh, campaigning pretty hard for Donald Trump. Um, he was on uh, Alex Jones' show quite often. He did a thing with Owen Benjamin. Uh, Stefan Moilano, uh, Gavin McGinnis, um, I think it was a night for freedom, uh, that all, that, uh, Antifa tried to put poison, was it poison? Into the, um, the, uh, the, the air, the ventilation system. And, uh, they got caught 
um, uh, outside of the party, Antifa choked a, like, 60-year-old um, white guy, um, and I think they, I think he ended up dying. Did he end up dying? I think, no, I think he had a heart attack because he survived it. They choked him, and, uh, and he ended up having a heart attack from it. Um, so anyway, Mike Cernovich was kind of behind all of that, and, uh, and he had a pretty strong following. He still does, from what I understand. A lot of followers, anyway, from on Twitter and maybe even on Facebook or whatever. Um, but in the last couple of years, Mike Cernovich has kind of been really turning out to be somebody that I didn't think he was. I had followed him. I, I agreed with a lot of his stuff, but then he really kind of started going leftist on, on some things. And uh, now he's attacking Kyle Cash. He calls him Kyle KKK and, uh, and goes hard on him. He's went hard on a couple of different people. Um, and it's just sad to see because he tried saying that he's got, let's see, he said something along the lines of he talked with Kyle at one point and Kyle told him that, uh, he, he only wanted to use Ben Shapiro because Ben Shapiro could, could get his brand going or something like that. And then, uh, Cernovich made a, uh, uh, claim that Kyle, um, Threw a couple of black guys under the bus after Ali, who's uh, who's Gavin McGinnis, one of Gavin McGinnis's lawyers for the uh, the the uh, case that they have against the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center. Um, and so Ky- or, uh, uh, Cernovich made those claims uh, against Kyle, and uh, and then at the end of it, he goes, "I have call logs to prove it." Well, call logs don't prove shit, dude. It just proves that you talk to somebody for X amount of time. X amount of time. Plural. Um, I'm under weather right now, so if I'm uh, if I'm sounded a little bit low, uh, that's the reason being. But yeah, it's a sad state of affairs. I mean, it's it, I think it's a a, a blessing in disguise. Uh, he would have had, I'm imagining probably a decent time at Harvard have gotten a pretty good education and, and been able to uh, use that um, going forward, you know, uh, even at the very least to say that, you know, he's a conservative and also a school shooter, or a school shooting survivor, um, you know, suffered through all that, made it out, and then he's got all that in his webcar. So, uh, but now he's not going to be able to go. And the, and the sad thing for him is he turned down a lot of other scholarships that he's gotten and acceptances into other colleges, and now the time to go back to those places is up, um, which is kind of shitty because you still got, what, two and a half, three months until school starts again? Any hizzle. Um, so now he's kind of in a bad spot, but I, I can only imagine there's going to be there's going to be some colleges that are going to let him in. Um, but, yeah, it's who cares? I mean, for him anyway, you know, it's like he, he should just think about it that way. Who gives a fuck? I, you know, for both things, him getting turned down from Harvard and uh, people going after him, uh, who gives a shit? I mean, more than likely, at the at the very least, and I know I keep saying that, but Ben Shapiro, Ben Shapiro, who's really touted him up um, and helped him out with his uh, online presence, uh, I think would probably be more than happy to give him a job. So, uh, at the very least, I just said it again, Jesus. Uh, he'd be able to work with him. So um, it's a sad state of affairs, and it's a it's a 
serious double standard because there's all sorts of kids. Dude, the left doesn't give a fuck about those kids that kidnapped the white handicapped kid in Chicago. See how I put that? I didn't point out that all four of them were black. All four of them tortured this kid. And all four of them uh, assumed that he was a white, racist Donald Trump supporter. And they kept saying, fuck Donald Trump, and making him say it. Made him drink toilet water. Scalped him. Cut his head down to the fucking bone. Uh, and the left couldn't give a shit about that. Now, you never hear, hear about that when they're talking about racism or whatever it may be. But, uh, you know, a white kid said some bad things back when he was uh, 16. Uh, and I'm going to go into this. If, uh, if you don't like hearing this word, um, one, I don't care. But two, I'm, I'm giving you the chance to turn this off. Uh, everybody, everyone. I've, talked, I've told this story before about my, uh, my liberal buddy. And I know that it, it's anecdotal. But he's not the only liberal that I've seen do something um, against what they stand for. Uh, everybody has said the word nigger. Everyone. Uh, I remember my mom. I brought it up in front of all of our family when I was down south a while back, and I said, uh, just saying the word nigger. I, I didn't call anyone it. I didn't accuse her of calling anybody a nigger or anything like that. I just said, Mom, I'm sure you've said the word nigger before, and you would have thought I kicked her fucking puppy. She went off. Um, because it's become, I mean, that's uh, amongst hate speech that is like the epitome. That is that is the number one word that you can't. It, it will cause instant triggering. Um, as soon as I make this damn episode, when I have some time, I actually feel good about uh, um, black. Uh, the black episode. Uh, I'll have that in there. Um, talking about the word nigger and um, and how ridiculous it is that we as human beings allow for a word, a sound that comes out of our mouth to cause us to go into such a rage. Now, I've talked about it before, and I'm okay with certain contradictions, and this is certainly one of them, um, fighting words. You know, you start talking shit to somebody, and this is the thing. If I were to be at, and why I don't go to rallies, is because I don't want to have to get in a fight with Antifa. It's just, it, it's, I have a feeling like I'll end up in jail. Uh, I'm not a big fan of having to run away from the cops. Um, I'll fight somebody. I've, I keep watching these, these videos of these people going to rally, and good for them to be able to go there, but I'm just the type of person, dude, you get in my face, and it's a fight, and uh, I've got no problem with that. But So there's a difference there, and that's what I'm pointing out is that, that, yes, there are fighting words, and somebody can talk shit to me as long as they're not trying to fight me. You can talk shit to me all day long. Um, I will ask you if you want to fight especially if I'm hearing the tone and what you're saying and, uh, and seeing that you're wanting to do that. But um, to go off on somebody for saying a racial slur or whatever it may be and try to fight them, I don't know, man. That's, that's it. Mm. Especially, in, and by the way, it, there's, again, there's a difference between doing it to fight and saying merely just the word. Uh, it's why I'll never say the N-word because we all know what the N-word is. And I'm not, we're not children. It's, it's counterproductive. It's counterintuitive to sit there and go the N-word. Yeah, we all know. Um, Louis C.K. had a bit about it of uh, people saying, saying it, exa- not, not the word nigger, but nigger. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> but 
the term N-word. He had a problem with people saying it because then it put the word in his head. And he made he had a whole bit about it and whatever. And that's the point that I'm making. Just say it. It's not like you're calling somebody the name or you're you're saying it and trying to take it to, you know, a, a, a certain limit and, and trying to see how bad you can piss people off. But merely saying it to someone, I mean, not to someone, but in front of someone will be enough for them to lose their shit. And, uh, and that's sad. That is a sad state of affairs. And it's a, it's a showing of weak people. Um, I'm not saying black people. I'm saying anybody. Anybody, if I were to be sitting there talking to somebody, as I'm talking right now, and I'm talking about the word nigger, and I merely say it that way, I'll cause people to lose their goddamn mind. That will, that will fucking, quote, unquote, trigger people. And it's really just an excuse for them to act like an imbecile um, and to cause destruction and all that. And what's funny about that is, well, dude, you can end up with a, a fucking record because you couldn't you couldn't hold yourself back for somebody merely saying they're making a noise that comes out of their their uh, their face, and they're not they have no ill intent behind it. They're just pointing it out and acting as a fucking adult. But you can't act like an adult. You have to be a goddamn kid about it. So anyway. Um, it's just sad to see that uh, that he has to go through that. It's a, it's a sad state of affairs, and um, I think he'll end up okay. Uh, he talked about how you know that when when they came after him the first time. This is, by the way, it's the second time that people came after him for it. And he's got celebrities going after him. He's got people all over Twitter going after him again. Dude, just turn it off. You don't have to look at it. You don't have to. It's not going to hurt you. It's really, it's it's people saying mean shit. It's not going to hurt you. Um, just turn it off. That's all you got to do. Don't sit and dwell on it. Um, you know, let it roll off your shoulder. You got to do that in this world, man. I don't care. Dude, even if the left were to get into power and they were to institute all the things that they want to do, there's still going to be people that are going to constantly... Uh, I would argue even more so than than uh, now. There's going to be people who are going to come after you, especially a straight white Christian. Holy fuck, they are coming after you. So you got to grow pretty thick skin, no matter really who you are, uh, on the left, right, whoever it may be. So um, for him, I think he just he, he needs to grow some thick skin. Uh, and that's not an insult. I'm not saying that as an insulting thing. But just grow thick skin. He's going to end up on his feet, and he's going to end up in a pretty good spot. And um, it's just unfortunate that this is going to happen, but anytime that you face trials, you tend to get a little bit stronger and, uh, and tougher and uh, able to deal with shit. Um, I mean, like I said, dude, I don't give a fuck if you're, you know, black, white, brown of any sort, you know, Asian, Oriental, whatever you want to call it. Um, you're, if you're 16 and you're sitting there, I mean, yeah, you're a dick. If you're sitting there fucking, you know, doing shit to piss people off, you're being a dick. That's that makes sense, but, you know, I'm not going to hold it against you the rest of your fucking life, and, uh, and it's quite telling to see that a, an Ivy League school would, especially one with the history that it's got, which is a very racist, racist history, quote-unquote racist, again, I don't believe in race, and I don't believe in racism, um, but, uh, if that's the game we're going to play, if that's the social construct, as the left likes to call it, that we're going to we're going to abide by, um, it's a it's a serious double standard that that Harvard and any other Ivy League school has that they would do that to a kid. Um, you know, he's even admitted he's admitted it. He's apologized and he's trying to say that he's grown and all these other things. Well, 
they don't want to let him back. They don't want to let him in. And so that's, uh, that's a shitty state of affairs. So uh, fuck Harvard and fuck the left. Um, the, the leftist liberal ideology is a cancer on our society. Um, I'm still a, uh, completely against the idea that the majority of our population is liberal. It's not. Um, I was watching a video last night in which a guy was talking about the, the second civil war and how close we are to it and all these other things. And he kept pointing out that, um, or he, he was really drilling home the idea that after whether or not Donald Trump um, wins the next election, that there will never be another Republican in office again and that, you know, because of all the, the immigration or the illegal immigration, rather, uh, the numbers that they'll have that uh, even with our electoral college and everything like that, that he's going to be the last Republican to ever be in office and we're going to go towards uh, uh, liberal leftists, uh, 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 government, and um, we're, we're, that we are headed. His, his whole point was that we're headed for a civil war. Now, his his major point, his overall point was we're going to win. The conservatives are going to win um, because the left are weak. Uh, when, shit, uh, when shit separates, um, all it takes is for 10% of the population to fight back and it tends to, uh, the victory tends to go towards them. Um, his, by his stats and everything, he was saying that uh, 30% of the conservative population would fight back. And by the way, uh, we've got the weaponry, we've got the know-how, um, we've got the veterans, we've got the police, we've got, you know, uh, all of the, the, the tough guy shit that's really out there. We've got them. And, um, and we need to end up winning. I can agree with that. I would argue that the numbers are, are quite a bit different. Um, I think at the very least, uh, that over half of the population is conservative, or at least center-right. Um, I, I, I mean, the only area that I would really kind of give into that would be major cities and how many people are in those major cities, like uh, like New York and California and, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Miami, Atlanta, Nashville, Detroit, Chicago. Um, Austin, things like that. Yeah, there's a lot of liberals there, but there's also a lot of closeted conservatives. And when shit hits the fan uh, and they can't hide anymore, they're going to come out and uh, the liberals just, they just don't have, I mean, dude, they're fucking dudes are girls, are quote unquote want to be girls. Um, you're not going to win any wars <laughs> fighting with limp wrists. Uh, so anyway, uh, I, I think that he was on to certain, something in certain areas, but uh, overall, I don't think we live in a, in a liberal society, and I don't. And I think that uh, the tide's going to turn, and um, Donald Trump gets another four years in, and uh, he really institutes shit. We get the wall up. We get, uh, you know, the, a lot of things passed, maybe even Roe v. Wade, which, to point out, doesn't look like it's going to get overturned anytime soon, which is sad. Gorsuch, fucking Kavanaugh, what the fuck did we put you in there for? Um, everybody knows. Let's let's quit uh, uh, milling about. Everybody knows that the conservatives want Roe v. Wade overturned. Um, so how about you do that? It's an unconstitutional law. I still don't understand it. I don't understand how the conservatives aren't fighting back as hard. 
and saying, yeah, that's an unconstitutional law. The same-sex marriage thing is an unconstitutional law. Let's, uh, let's fix these things. Let's, let's go about things the right way. And, by the way, if they were to go about it the right way, well, what can you do there, right? I mean, it's, it's, they went about it the right way and they got everything passed, but they didn't. The judicial branch cannot create laws, and yet uh, we have two fallacies that we're treating as laws that are on the books. Um, and the, the Supreme Court, which I don't want to pull all, put all that power into, uh, aren't doing dick about it. Anyway, that's a long kind of a side rant. Um, I'll try and put all these episodes on later tonight. And uh, I'm just, I'm under the weather, man. Uh, I did not expect to uh, get hit like that. I got, a hit, I got hit last night with this. And uh, it's in my head and chest and all that shit. My daughter's got it. Apparently my son's got it. My fucking dog's got it. My dog threw up on a goddamn rug this morning. Pissed. Hell's that all about? So my, I got, I'm in a sick house. So uh, give me a little bit of slack this week for not putting out these episodes when I needed to. And uh, I'll get them out to you give you something to listen to. Uh, in the meantime, be accountable, be responsible, don't be liberal.